I'm Brooke. And I'm Jamie. And this is the Truth Fairies Podcast. The truth hurts. So we will be giving our very biased and unqualified opinions on real life situations. From reality TV, relationships, and parenting, we'll cover it all. So, so let's, let's get, get started. started. Hi. Hi. Hello, and welcome to the Truth Fairies Podcast. I'm Brooke. I'm Jamie. And I'm going to sing. Please do. How are you? I am so good. Good. Um, I love to hear that. I know. A couple of things I wanted to point out right now. I'm going to give a shout out. Okay. Today I was dropping Lainey off at dance and I drove past a new soda shop. Really? Yes. It's in like El Dorado. You know, like in just right by, um, right before you turn on to Eagle on Overland. What? You're driving down Overland. You know what I'm talking about? There's the arch. You drive under the arch. A new soda (gasps) shop, like Sodalicious, but it's called... What is it called? It's called Soda Pop or Pop. What were we going to... Remember when we were going to start a soda truck and our husbands were like... You guys are idiots. (laughs) And I still submit to you that it would have been a good idea. We wanted to start a drive around like an ice cream truck, but for adults. Well, not not (laughs) just adults. No. Not like adult, necessarily adult, but... Hey, it was just going to be soda. It was, was going to be gonna just be like drinks. A mobile, so delicious fizz. And you could like, we would let you know when we're in your neighborhood, uh-huh. or you could write in, or Request you could us. shoot us a text, and we would just make our way over to your neighborhood. We would serve have you a like, drink, some music playing, some dirty diet coke. It was going to be great, and our husbands were like, "We know we're not you, do that. and you're not going to stick to it." We found a van. We Remember, did. we found a vehicle. We had a name too. Oh. Mm. Uh, was what it? was our name? Pop soda. Nope, nope, nope. nope. It was Dirty oh, Girls. Dirty Girl. It was Dirty Girls. Something dirty. It was Dirty Girls or because something like of that. The dirty everyone. Dirty diet. Who Coke, was I dirty. talking to? I was the, the old man on the airplane. Remember that talked my ear off. Yeah. He. I was telling him mm-hmm. about Dirty Diet Coke and dirty all that because yeah. of like Utah and. Anyway, so yeah. there's a new one. I'm gonna have to check it out. Yeah. So it, I haven't been there yet, but okay. it. Um, and I don't know how long it's been there, but I saw they had like a like a poster out, like advertising it. So I'm guessing it's new. Ooh. But two doors down from it is a little boutique we've got to go to. Okay. So sometime maybe this weekend we need to hit the little soda place and the boutique. Oh, was it iBenny Boutique? I don't know. I just saw as I was passing. Right next to where I get my hair cut? Uh, yeah, there's a hair salon yes. in the middle of it. It's oh. on the it's on the the soda places on the end, and then this hair place, uh-huh. and then the yeah. boutique. Oh, I've been to that boutique. Oh, I'll be damned. Yes. Okay, it's well, good. It's good. good. Great. It's okay, good. So that's making me happy. Good. How's therapy? Oh, I went today. Are you therapist? Yeah, I am fixed. Are you? <laughs> <laughs> Did you see there was on the news last night? Ammon Bundy, the Idaho oh, gosh. crazy right wing constitution. I don't know what yeah, you would even call him. I don't even want to call him a a real a person. human. Uh-uh. <laughs> okay. He, anyway. but he said last night it was on the news. If I'm wrong, I need therapy. And I was like, you please don't give therapy a bad name. <laughs> Please don't act like therapy can fix you. <laughs> you need therapy. You, we all need therapy. There are not enough therapists in the world to fix your delusions, yeah. but we do all need therapy. I adore my therapist. In fact, I told her, um, not this, not today, but two weeks ago, um, she's asked me something, and I said, well, I don't think I'm a sociopath. Did I tell you this? <laughs> 
And she confirmed I'm not. Oh, you know what? That's so nice. That is so good. I would love someone to tell me I'm not a sociopath. Yeah, I'm like, she's like, well, you know, because I don't have feelings and stuff. And I said (laughs) something about, well, (laughs) I said like, well, I mean, I like I recognize like when a person should have empathy. I'm like, I'm I'm not a total (laughs) sociopath. And I'm like, I don't think. And she's like, no, I don't think you are. So it was good. Confirmation. And she is a professional. She so is. So you have been professionally diagnosed as I not a sociopath. A non-sociopath. Speaking of sociopaths, Lori Daybell. Lori freaking Daybell. We live in the city in which Lori Daybell. 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 Which, did she ever even legally change her name? I don't think she did. I, I was thinking as I was driving the other day, she's been Cox. This is her fifth okay. marriage. Cox, Ryan, Vallow, Daybell. But, you know, there were two husbends before. True that. Uh, Ryan. Yeah, She got right. married really young, like 18 or 19. Then there was a second husband. Then the Ryan and the Vallow mm-hmm. are dead. And then Chad. And have they looked into Mr. Ryan's death? Because I think they probably I need think to. they should, too. I, let's go way back to anyone who has died and in where, her presence. Here's my question. Where is Chad Daybell's chin? It's gone. <laughs> I mean, he is straight lip to neck. with his conscience. It is lip to neck and all the way down. So I went to the very first day of the trial. Oh, I, I went know. to opening day. I felt like a bit of a weirdo because no. I was just, I literally went by myself. No, you should. And I'm like around like there's people. Okay, there was this lady. So we, you were supposed, you had to be there promptly at 830. And if you were late, like they would give up your seat. And when you're in, they close the doors and you can't leave until mm-hmm. the breaks. There's no in and out. So you have to be there at 830. Well, they were running, you know, a, it was like an hour late the first day. So I'm in there in line with all these people and I'm trying to like kind of observe and like, like I was literally like, should I just pretend I'm a journalist? Because mm-hmm. I was like embarrassed to just be there as a weirdo. Uh-huh. Then I saw my high fit instructor. <laughs> I'm like, what are you doing? She's like, hey, I'm just girl. Here. She's like, uh. but she was with her husband. Then there's this lady in line in front of me who like knew every like uh, Chad's lawyer walked by and got mm-hmm. in line right behind me. And she's mm-hmm. like, hi, Mr. Prentice or whatever his name is. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how do you know these people? And she goes, oh, did you notice my Lori hair? I'm like, what? what? So do you know you know the pictures of Lori? I think it's when they were in Hawaii or maybe her first mugshot. She has that little bit of like her. It's like what we did to our daughters when they were like two, where you pull up that little piece of hair in the front. And it's that little, little mini pony. ponytail. Mm-hmm. She did her hair like that. Oh, I'm like, why are you emulating? Like, don't fangirl Lori. Yes. It, oh honestly, she's like, I dressed up like Lori. I'm like, so what? You're like, um, I am a journalist. I am not here, one of you weirdos. <laughs> I am not one of you. I'm like, this is so weird. And then, like, Nate Eaton was there. Like, all the reporters were there. All the Isn't podcasters. he the Idaho Falls guy? He's the Idaho yeah. Falls guy who I've, I've actually started to really like. Yeah. I He does, like, a nightly recap mm-hmm. on his Facebook every night, and I listen to it every night. <laughs> I'm obsessed. Well, let me tell you what kind of a lunatic I am. Please do. I am listening to the full Jury. The the full, not the jury. I was like, what? The full court audio. How? All day, every day. Really? Yeah. All, I've heard, I am on day five. Oh, you're, you're uh, more in than I am. I don't give two shits if I have to work, if I have to take <laughs> care of my kids. It doesn't even Where? matter. I didn't know you could I do this. I will send you. It, it is I, on the um, 
let me tell you. Like you can let me hear all the witnesses it's, being it questioned. It is the and full audio of really? the court trial. Yes. So we tried to get tickets today. Right, I did too. But those guess, suckers. No, guess why? why? There was no court today. Because they're ahead of schedule. Okay. Which, oh. No. Okay. <laughs> so the judge was like, "Let's take a day off." But what's interesting about that? When I was there, and according to Nate Eaton as well, the the defense attorneys are not doing a lot of cross examination. They're okay. So okay, Which let me you would know because you've been listening. I to it. would know this. So it is the Hidden Killers podcast is presenting the trial of Lori Vallow Daybell. Really, it's her standing out there in her orange jumpsuit, mm-hmm. and it is full. Audio. But here's what I don't understand about that is there's no audio recording allowed. Oh, it is. By the courts, there are. Yes. It is so the, the court audio. Are they releasing it as it is mm-hmm. like real At time? At the end of every day. No, no, no. At, At the, the end, end of okay. every day. Okay. It's, being, it's being posted. Wow. So I'm on day five part. Send me that Excuse link. me, part two. Um, and I, it's just, it's who I am now. I, I know. <laughs> it is, it is. I, when I went day one, I was like, I don't know, because I've been to trials before when I was a reporter, and there's a lot of, like, downtime. Let me admit this into evidence. Blah, blah, blah. This has been nonstop witnesses. Yeah, it They've is They've gotten intense. the big dogs in, like, early. The first day I was there was Brandon Boudreaux, yep. Melanie Boudreaux's husband. Yep. And then it's been, like, and Kay Woodcox was the day. The Woodcoxes testified the opening day. And it's been key player after key player. Right. So I am finishing up. I am getting ready to listen to the cross uh, um, of Zulema. Oh, yeah. So, but That it woman is, seems a little... And I listened to yesterday's was um, Melanie Gibb. Yes. That's the one I wanted to nuts. be there for. Okay. It is nutso. I wanted to be nuts. there. Oh. So, but this is the full thing. You hear everything that is being heard yeah. in the courtroom. And correct me if I'm wrong, the defense, what are they doing? The defense knows they're screwed. They do. And and it's like every once in a while, they'll, I mean, all they're hoping for, the only thing they're hoping for is that there is some sort of a technicality. Or, here's the thing, here's, so there was like a law student in line behind me who thinks she's already a lawyer. Hey, well, you're a student, lady. No, she really was like, well, well according to mom, 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 I was like, I hate you, but also she made sense. But I also love you. <laughs> <laughs> but I also want to be a lawyer now. She was like, here's the thing. The the I'm like, what is the defense even doing? She's like, they, I mean, the, she has to have defense, obviously. Mm-hmm. That's due process. But... In order, so the charges against Lori are first-degree murder. Right. So they have to prove that she orchestrated it. Or that she conspired to. That she conspired to. Which exactly. She did. But it can't, right now they're proving that she didn't care, that she knew it was going to happen, that she wanted it to happen. Mm-hmm. But can they prove beyond a reasonable doubt that she made it happen, that she conspired for it to happen? Can they prove that? You know, do you know that the defense does not have one witness? I know. They don't have one witness that they are bringing. Not yet. Not at all. They have no well, witnesses we don't know that in yet, line. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Jeez. Well, who would they? Because Chad yeah. probably Who are you going to call? Chad? Right. Tammy? Oh, she's dead. <laughs> right. Yeah. Everybody. So they I are, think mm-hmm. they are, I think their job is just to wait it out and then to be like, they have to prove that she orchestrated it, and nothing anyone has said has proved that she ordered the kill. So I'm kind of worried. Like, we know she did. Even if she didn't order it, though. She doesn't have to order it. it. She has to have conspired. The law is only that she she conspired. They can prove she knew about it. 
They can prove she wanted the kids dead. Did you hear the part where Alex changed the Wi-Fi when they moved too to many Rexford kids? to too many kids? You dirty bastard. And she replied, funny. Yeah. Like, they obviously planned it. Right. They knew. But can they prove it? And this is the thing. Why not give JJ back to the Coxes? Yeah. They didn't need to kill him. I mean, she could. they could have given or to... Um, What's her name? I was going to Charles Coxes. was dead. They should have not killed Charles. Um, yeah, they could have given just let JJ back JJ to the Woodcocks. Charles. Yeah. yeah. But no, nope. And then all of the, okay, here's where, what gets me. Now suddenly this is a true Suddenly this is a Forget t- truth fairies, <laughs> this is. I am shocked growing up being raised in Mormon. Yes. The Mormon religion. Yeah. Like, I am listening to this like these people have three freaking eyes. Right. Like, it is so nuts. And then I'm like. It's so not. It is so bizarre. But how do, like, like fully functional, responsible, normal people, Mm -hmm. like, I'm listening to their testimony and I'm like, how did you believe this? Right. How did you believe this? Right. Okay. On that note. So, yes, with the LDS, and I think that's why I find it so fascinating, along with polygamy, is because it is, like, one step removed. It mm-hmm. is definitely removed from the LDS church. Right. I'm not saying in any way that, like, it's even connected. Just the fact that they were LDS and then went to this weird jump. Mm-hmm. Okay, so when I first moved, to, well, when we moved to Boise, I I was married but didn't have kids. Then I had kids, had no friends, and then became friends with the women in my ward, which mm-hmm. is, like, your church. The people that I happened to become friends with were involved in this group preparing the people. So I think that's why I'm like, dude, like this could and the like thing this is, could be you. Yes, because I was so like I had no other connections at this point. I'd lost all my work friends. Mm-hmm. I was lonely, stay at home mom. These people were all I had. And they started talking to me about the end of days and food storage and this thing called the call out which was like this thing where if you had your food storage, you would be secretly taken to this remote location. It is the same. It is a subset of this group. A member of my bishopric was involved in it. Holy crap. No, I'm not even kidding you. Like it was half my ward was like in this preparing the people group. And I really started buying into it. And I was like, I've got it. I went to the food pantry or the, what is it called? The... The LDS, storehouse. The storehouse. Mm-hmm. I got all my wheat, my rice. I was canning food. I was going, like, I was spending all my money on food storage. I'm not kidding you. And then I was talking to my sister, Lindsay, who's, like, model LDS. And mm-hmm. I was like, this is what we got to do. And she's like, Brooke. You're not, sister. You got to calm down. She's like, don't you think the church would be telling you? Like, right. and I'm like, okay. So she kind of, and then I was like, okay, like. She's my voice of reason, and then I backed away, mm-hmm. and then I stopped being friends with this people for other reasons. But I'm like, dude, like, what if I was, like, a step away from, like, chat? Like, it just— freaks- Chad literally just killed your family, and like- you didn't even know. <laughs> no. <laughs> I have to—here's a, just a side uh, note, completely unrelated to the Daybell case. If I were to have a storage room full of wheat— Yes. —and the end of times came, what we, would all, are you do, we would all die— <laughs> I do. I, mean, I still have it. What are you going to do with it? I have a you're wheat. You're going to churn. You're, you have a wheat yes, press? Yes. Yes. <laughs> I bought a wheat grinder. <laughs> I bought a wheat grinder. Okay. I can't sew a damn button on or make like oatmeal, like quick oats. So <laughs> and yeah, I, and I get have that a, food storage I have in. a child with celiac disease. 
<laughs> so that weed is really not. Really not. Oh, oh my god! I need to buy some corn it's to just grind so, my own corn flour. But so now bizarre. I'm just like, I don't even know why I still have that in my garage because I am so confident that we're fine. Yeah, I mean, we are fine. We lived through the pandemic. Yeah, barely. So And UFO invasions. Yeah. So, so okay, let's not get hung up on the Daybell case. Uh, we Needless did already. To say, Too late. <laughs> um, <laughs> that that's the end. Goodbye. No, this this podcast that I'm listening to, it's really cool because it's just everything. You just, okay. I, I mean, I just I get up. I so at work, it's been lately. I've been working a lot, like at, in my office, work doing computer work, mm. um, documents and paperwork, and I that's all I do. You listen to I that while you I just do, I all it. I do, all I do is listen. When I drive, when I sleep. Okay, you've got to get it to me. Matter. It's, uh, it's like OJ all over. Remember you? OJ had happened right when you had your first so baby, and that's o- all you did. I was thinking about that today because OJ was like in '95, and I okay. had my daughter in '94, the end of '94. Okay. So it was like in that first year when I was like in the thick of being a stay-at-home mom yes. with a baby that where you don't ever want to leave the house, yeah, right? Yeah. And I, I mean, I watched that trial. Yeah. With the intensity, like. Yeah. It was incredible. I mean, it's like it's me like, with the hills. Yeah, it's so wonderful. So wonderful. <sighs> so anyway, it's fascinating. Okay. Wow. So, okay, well, what else? What now else is that, happening? Now that our time is up. <laughs> now that the podcast is over. <laughs> um, well, UFOs are very confirmed. So yesterday there was like, so you know Trump like made, basically made whatever committee oversees the UFOs declassify it Mm -hmm. so that like literally there's all these clips of former presidents being like i don't even have the information Mm -hmm. the information about ufos is like tucked away the president doesn't even know it's in the vault it is in the vault somehow trump got it declassified Mm -hmm. so there's been like these like yearly reports or whatever about what's going on so yesterday there was a new one what's that what's the office it's like the pentagon but there's a whole it's part of the Defense Department, but there's a whole, like, committee mm-hmm. that oversees this. So they reported to Congress yesterday that there are now, like, 600—so last time there were, like, 350 reports of um, UFOs. Mm-hmm. Now they're up to 650. And they say that, like, about half of them are anomalous where they don't—like— Half of them, they've been able to say that was a balloon or Mm -hmm. a drone or whatever. Half of them, they've, like, intensely studied, and they don't know what they are. They say the technology that we are seeing, like, the way they fly or the way they disappear, we don't have that technology as America. Mm -hmm. So they're not necessarily saying it's aliens. There's no, like, evidence of— they're not saying it's not. Exactly. I love it so much. I know I've told you how every time we watch an alien show at your house and I drive home, I'm so paranoid. It's like not only do I think aliens can fly and can do weird shit, but I'm pretty sure that they can read what's going on in my mind. thousand percent they can. They communicate telepathically. Right. And so every time I leave, I'm like, if I think too much about them, I'm going to like, They're gonna I'm going to bring them here. And yes. and I just get so like nothing freaks me out more than riding home alone at <laughs> night after an alien show. I nothing. Love that. It's like when I was a kid, I'll like like whenever I would talk about like the Holy Ghost or whatever, I'd be like, <laughs> He can see me. Like in like every time I take a bath, I'd be like, The Holy, the Holy Ghost is looking at my boobs. That's all I could think about. <laughs> 
Yeah, it's so, I don't know. The alien thing, I just, there's no way that it's not. I just love that it's declassified now, and the government is literally like, hey, yo, there are UFOs, and America's just like walking around. I know. Like, why doesn't it, like, why doesn't anybody care? I don't get it. Okay, so here's, when I was growing up, I lived in a really, I lived in Brigham City, really, really small town, and um, one of my best friends, her grandpa had been the uh, sheriff. Like, anyway, I think the sheriff for a lot of years. And I remember him telling us when we were little, um, <clears throat> that there's so much that goes on that if people knew about it, yeah. they would not even come out of their houses. Just the stuff that, that you, that you just, you don't see that you assume that you don't even know is yeah. going on. Yeah. And like, I like living in that ignorant bliss. Yes. You know? Yes. Agreed. And I think that's maybe where, or it's like, People think it's so tabloidy. Like, I've had conversations with people where I'm like, I try to talk about UFOs, and they look at me like I'm a complete psycho. Yeah. And then I'm like, okay. Not, I'm just kidding. Not my audience. Yeah. But I'm like, the 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 United States government is now telling us there are UFOs, and we're all like, mm, yeah. do you work for the Inquirer? Like, it's so tabloidy still mm-hmm. that I feel like... People aren't reporting on it. People aren't talking about it because it makes you seem crazy. But I'm like, the government is talking about it. Did you? We I know we've talked about this, but did you watch Skinwalker Ranch? Yes. Okay. I like this is so. I know. I believe. I believe. And have you ever like been like on a road and seen something out of the corner of your eye and you're like, whoa, that looked like an whatever. alien. But then you're like, my mind's just playing tricks on me. Yes. Yeah, I bet yeah. we see stuff all the time. And convince ourselves that we don't. I do, too. I was telling my therapist about that today. Were you? Yeah. I mean, not that I see things that aren't necessarily (laughs) there. But, like, this idea that, like, you can talk yourself out of things. Absolutely. You know what I mean? Like, like sometimes We gaslight ourselves. Yeah. Like, I'll think about things, like, experiences or things that I've gone through. And then it's, like, I'll be like, oh, maybe it wasn't as bad as you're making it out to be. Or maybe it didn't, you know, like, I second-guess myself. Yes. And so I think we're really good at talking ourselves out of... Even our own things intuition. We, right. Things that we don't, can't make sense of or. Yeah. Like I have this feeling that this shouldn't, that I should do this or I shouldn't. And we're like, oh, I'm just being crazy. Mm-hmm. It's like, don't talk yourselves out. You are not crazy. You saw an alien. You were. You saw. You did. <laughs> <laughs> okay. What? Let, okay. Should we move on to, do you have some oh, I, honeys or um, a weird and yeah, wacky? I don't or, have a, I think that the I daybell we, and the aliens are weird and wacky that's enough. That's what I think too. For this world. So I want to tell you a fun little story about a guy with a urination fetish. Oh, who are we to judge? Mm. This will be fun. I have to pee real bad right now. Okay, well, now you can understand. This is going to enhance things. Okay, don't look at my screen because I don't want you to read it. Okay. Okay, it says, let me start by saying I do understand my husband's behavior is inappropriate. Okay. Okay, anytime somebody prefaces with something like that, you know it's going to be good. (laughs) Do we know if this is a woman? This is a woman. Yep. But like all of us, he's not perfect. And I took vows to stand by him and accept him as a whole person, including his flaws. Overall, he's a good husband and I love him despite this one issue. Any any guesses on how big of an issue this is going to be? Sounds what? It's horrible. Okay, so my husband has a kink for urinating (gasps) on himself in public. A kink? He loves it. No. Yes. I, see, this is something that's so, I don't mean to be disrespectful for people who are peeing on themselves no and enjoying shame, it. No kink shame. No kink shame. But I just, she said, it's, I think it's the humiliation aspect of it that gets him off. <gasps> 
like a like he likes to be humiliated. He likes to be ooh. It's like a, maybe an adrenaline rush. I don't know. Okay. Okay, <clears throat> so sometimes, not every time, thank goodness, um, sometimes when we get together with my family, he will pee his pants. What? But overall, it's not really that disruptive. He just stands up and says something like, oh, no, I've peed myself. <laughs> then he goes to the bathroom and changes. I always bring a change of pants and underwear for him in case this happens. Like a kindergarten Ooh. backpack. Yeah, and when he gets back, we just move and don't talk about it. Wow. Of course, we don't want people to know that my husband is doing this for a kink. So we've told my family that he has a medical condition that causes him to not have full control of his bladder. Oh. Yeah, so they're lying about it. I told them the reason he doesn't wear adult diapers is that he's ashamed of needing diapers. I mean, as opposed to peeing his own pants. (laughs) Right. Um, So he's ashamed of needing diapers at his age. So he's basically in denial that he needs them and refuses to wear them. Well, now my sister is getting married, and she says my husband can't come because she doesn't want him disrupting the wedding by peeing his pants. Valid. Valid. I told her it was unfair to exclude him over a medical condition that he can't help, which is true as far as she knows. But she said it's his own fault, or it's his own choice to refuse to wear the adult diaper, so it is his fault. Mm. I told her it's her wedding, and she can invite who she wants, but if my husband isn't invited, I'm not coming. He loves my family, and I know it really hurts him to be excluded from the wedding just because of a kink he can't help having. Mm. Oh. Okay. Okay. Um, he's been crying. <laughs> There's so many layers to this. So many. He's been crying and saying he feels disgusting for having this kink, but that he can't control himself. And now my family doesn't even want him around. Mm. I know it would really hurt him if I just left him home and went to the wedding by myself. He told me it's my choice to go if I want and that he won't be mad, but I know he'd really be sad if I went. I love my sister and family, but my husband is my life partner, so he's always my number one priority above anyone else. I believe I should stand by him and support him rather than choose my family over him. So I told my sister I won't be making it to the wedding, and now she's extremely angry with me, saying I'm a bad sister because I won't be there to support her. She's marrying a woman, so she also said it makes it look like I'm homophobic if I don't show up to support their union. Mm. I told her I'd love to come if my husband is invited, but she said she can't stand the thought of him disrupting the ceremony (laughs) or reception by peeing his pants and announcing it. Mm -hmm. I told her how much it hurts my husband that he's excluded, but she doesn't care. I said, fine, but it means I can't come. But she won't let it go and keep starting fights, saying I'm a bad sister. I do feel bad that it hurts her that I won't be there, but am I... Am I the anus? <laughs> <laughs> so many questions. So many questions. My first question is, when I hear the word kink, that tells me it turns him on. Exactly. Is that not, is that? Yes. Okay. So he's doing this because it gets him going and then later he's all riled up or whatever. And I didn't think that kinks, excuse my ignorance here, <laughs> that kinks were like an obs, like an obs, like something, like you, something can't you can't control. Like control. Like I get it that to say like he really likes it, whatever. Yes, but can but it because that doesn't that change what it is? Because like, that's my yeah, that's my it, yeah. Like it's now a, like an obsession, like a OCD or it's something. Now it's something he has no control over. Yeah. Which so my question is, if it is, if he really can't control when he pees, like think, this is what I'm I not understanding. I think he can too. So why don't we just say, hey, husband? Right. Can you not pee at the wedding? Look, buddy. <laughs> I'm going to tell my sister that you're going to wear Depends. And you, no, you know what? And you're just, you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
Here, this is the thing. You just are. Just do. Because that, who knows, that might be something that makes you feel frisky too. Maybe incorporate that. Yes. Into work the with kink. It. Be this like, is, oh, just peed in my diaper. Because at some point, she's bowing to this this kink of his, right? Yeah. She brings extra chonies for him, which is weird. And then and for him to stand up for a full-grown, <laughs> normal, functional adult man to stand up and say, oops, I peed, <laughs> I would mess him up. That's part of it, though. <laughs> like, he's not just peeing and then excusing himself. Part of it, she said, is, is that part. The part of standing up and the embarrassment is he's getting off on the humiliation. Right. So at some point, I think she needs to say to him, look, if you care a rip about me, mm-hmm. like— then you're gonna then you're gonna respect that this is important for me for yeah. you to not act like an ass at the yeah. wedding. Do it at Walmart. Do it at the grocery store. Do it at the market. Denny's. Farmers market. Denny's. That's a perfect place. Do to it at the bowling pants. alley. Yes. Do it at. Do it at a bar. A, a, at a football game. Sure. Yes. I don't know. There are plenty of p- places where you can be humiliated. <laughs> you can humiliate yourself. Do it all on the day jumbotron. Long. Oh, yeah, that's that great. Is, there that you go. That could last you. That could be like six months worth of humiliation. <laughs> that would go viral on TikTok. The kiss cam. <laughs> and then you could, yes. The kiss cam scrolls over you and you just stand up just and pee, pee. And then put your hands up and say, oh, I peed my pants. <laughs> and then you could go viral on TikTok. And then you could just watch it when and you needed your fix. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah. Ooh. Mm-mm. Yeah. I, good for you for standing by your husband. But they're bad for you for supporting. But there are solutions. Yeah. But you're Again, not. <laughs> just to clarify, because I, I fear we're going to get backlash for this. <laughs> Different if it's a medical condition. Oh, thousand percent. But if it's just a sexual obsession, then come on. And saying he can't control it, that's what I'm not understanding. Mm. Does he have a job? Does right. he go to work? Yeah, he's choosing. Does he pee at work? He's choosing when and where yeah. to do this. Yeah. So she needs to say... He, he has agreed to wear the Depends to the wedding. We're coming to your wedding. We're supporting you. He won't pee his pants at your wedding. Or how about this? I, I know you like to pee your pants. <laughs> so I'm going to ask you to stay home. Yeah. Bye. Yeah. If you're choosing to pee your pants in public, I'm going to go to this wedding. <laughs> I'm going to be an adult. Can and I'm going to go to this wedding. imagine that on the dance floor? Oh, my gosh. Did, remember in um, A Star is Born? Yes. Remember when she receives the award and he pees his yes. pants? I get secondhand second, embarrassment. The secondhand so embarrassment good. of that scene. Oh my gosh. I want to crawl inside my own skin mm-hmm. and die there. So I go to High Fit at the gym, oh, and there's this weird thing where in certain parts of the song, people whoop, whoop. Whoop, whoop. Yep. I would like to ask your daughter, Katie, if this is a thing where she teaches. So it's like, you know, it's like when you're at the club and it's like, ooh, ooh, ooh. You it's know, that. It's like that lady that has the big lips. Ooh, ooh. You know who I'm talking about? Not a clue. Okay, I will find no her. Carry clue on. In Carry the world. on. So you never really know if anyone's going to whoop with you. So <laughs> like 75% of the class is a zero whoop situation. I am a zero whoop. But lately I've been like, you know what? I'm going to whoop. And if I whoop alone, that it gives me like this, it's like a little bit of that embarrassment that like gets me going. So it's like, I'm tired, right? So it's like, I need something to like jolt me away, like jolt me into like, so sometimes I'll whoop and I'll like be like, if I'm, if I'm whooping alone, if I'm a lone whooper, if I'm a lone whooper, I get that little bit of embarrassment, but it's like a little bit of like, like a rush (laughs) that like keeps me going. Like, don't make me whoop. Don't you make me whoop? Cause I will. I will whoop. Randomly, this lady, 
Jennifer. Oh, Jennifer Coolidge. Coolidge. And and I can't remember what show it's in. I love her. Where she does. Ooh, ooh, I don't ooh, know. Ooh. She's so great. I she love is her. such a. She is so funny. She's anyway, the best. Oh, okay. oh yeah. So mm, that is weird. That okay. is so weird. Okay. Um, what do you got? What do you got? For I have us? so like, many. So I'm just gonna do this one. Okay. So this is a 26-year-old male writing this. And he says, my sister, who's a 23-year-old female, obviously, sister, sister, runs a bakery business, and she's been struggling lately to keep up with orders because she's been short-staffed. She does a lot of orders for wedding cakes that require custard or marmalade fillings, and I offered to help her out by making these fillings at home and bringing them to her so she has less work to do. Unfortunately, the past four times I've made these fillings, Nope. Nope. <laughs> fillings. He's pouring his feelings into those cakes. That was like an opposite. That was a reverse Idaho accent. That was like that was like um, Robin from Sister Wives. Uh-huh. Um, what does she say? Dill. It's a big dill. It's a big dill. It's a, it's a really big dill. A really big dill. Okay. So normally you'd say fillings for feelings, but fillings. I, I did the opposite. Okay. I've made, I was trying too hard. <laughs> I've made these fillings. My girlfriend, who's 24, has literally dipped her fingers into the filling jars and contaminated them because, in her words, she just wanted to try some. I've tried explaining to her that she can't dip her fingers in and contaminate the entire batch because then I have to remake it. She said she should. I said she should use a spoon and take some out if she wants to try it. So bad, but she just pouts and says she likes using her fingers because it takes her back to her childhood. Wow. Today I was trying to finish some chocolate custard to send over to my sister really fast because she was running late on a wedding cake order for an important client. I told my girlfriend beforehand to not eat the custard and if she really wanted to, to please use a spoon. I get out of the shower and what do I see? She has her fingers in it again. Oh, what an a-hole. I totally lost it because this is the fifth time she blatantly disregarded what I said and I yelled at her and told her to stop effing eating the food I'm making because it's not for her and she's contaminating it. She started crying and got mad at me for fat shaming her even though I made no comment on her weight and she has no history of weight issues or eating disorders. I know I was harsh, but she kept pushing my limits. A-I-T-A. No, quit putting your damn hands in the custard. (laughs) Right? What's wrong with people? If someone walked out and said to stop effing eating, like, there's some context. Yeah. You're not just eating your lunch. You're not. You haven't ordered a second set of fries. This has nothing to do with eating. It's not. Yeah. In general. It's like I have asked you to get your filthy damn hands out of the custard. Right? Or use a spoon. Or use a spoon. He's oh. off or he said you can try it. <laughs> she sounds so gross and entitled and So gross. Just ugh, I hate people. And I love that he has the integrity to be like, I now I can't use that. Yeah. Thank you. Your brother finger, your finger. for not letting her dip her filthy because no one would know. Ugh, no. But he's got the yeah. Gross. So no. She is the baby. One of the comments, the top comment said, does she also wear a diaper and draw on the walls with crayons because it reminds her of her childhood? Does she pee at family members' (laughs) weddings? Because it reminds her of her childhood? And then announce it? Do you have a time that you peed your pants as a kid that you remember? Um, Well, I told you about when I peed my pants as an adult. (laughs) Oh, yeah, the bed. (laughs) 
<laughs> I peed the bed as an adult, so that was awkward. I do remember peeing my pants at kinder- in kindergarten. Really? At school? Yes, yes. Oh. So I had, you remember the belts they made in the 80s that were like, it was like a Chinese um, uh, finger, finger, what are those Chinese? Finger uh, trap. Finger nope. traps, where the more you pull, the tighter they get. Vaguely. Are we allowed to say Chinese finger trap uh, anymore? Well, I mean, I don't know. So it was one of those kind of belts where if you pull it, it gets tighter, and you have to lift up the, like, latch to loosen it. Do you know what I'm talking about? It had, yeah, like, claws. Yeah. yeah. It literally had those pokey— And it would pull tighter It would tighter. pull yeah. tighter, and it had it was a rainbow. Yes. Yes, and yes. it had this, like, buckle, so it was like you pulled it. I don't know why my mom thought I needed a belt. She's like, that'll teach that. her. <laughs> so I couldn't get the belt undone. I didn't know how to like lift up the thing. And even still today, I'm like, how does that work? Yeah. It's anyway. And I peed my pants in kindergarten and I had to go tell my teacher and she had like an extra set of stuff. Oh, I was so embarrassed. No, send the kid home. No, no kid wants to put on the extra chonies and no. pants in kindergarten. No, nobody wants that. No. I also threw up at my kindergarten graduation. You know, I've never thrown up publicly like really? that. I've never I mean, I as a teacher, there's always somebody that full vomits. Oh, full. Like yeah. Yeah. Right on the table, on the mm-hmm. like just open. And that kid, you don't forget that no, kid. No, he is always the barf bag. I remember always. I remember a kid giving like a fifth grade presentation and he said I'm feeling a bit woozy. Oh, and then threw up all over the floor. And I've never heard the word woozy and not thought of that. Isn't it funny that I know what he looks like just by hearing you say that? You do. I had to run off stage at a choir concert because I was going to vomit. I had food poisoning. Oh, geez. And I barely made it, but at least I didn't throw up. I did lock my knees in a choir concert once and about passed (gasps) out, but I was able to save it. (laughs) Isn't it so weird how, like, Certain actions are named. Like I'm driving down the street today, and I pass this lady in a car, and her license plate is Serenity. Mm-hmm. Okay, now I know I'm gonna again. I know, I know, I'm a jerk, but why is it that there's never a Serenity that really is brings about feelings right. of Serenity? She's road raging. There's She's never a, you off. She's nope. slipping you off. There's never a Nevea no, that's no. heavenly, Mm-mm. right? That you know, you know you what know Serenity and Nevea are going to be like. For it, you are in for it's it. It's just so funny. Yeah, okay. don't name your kids something they have to live up to because they Mm-mm. won't. Mm-mm. No hopes, no cherish. Uh uh-uh. uh No, um, I don't know what Angel, else. Angel, Destiny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Okay, this was one that I was gonna tell you. Okay. So this I this is funny because my daughter just had a baby. <gasps> And she was, like, super stressed about, like, germs and the baby and was, like, had kind of had her agenda of what was acceptable, yes, you know. we all do. We all do. And then the baby comes and then you settle down and you're like, okay, maybe not. Anyway, yeah. so here is, like, an extreme version of first-time mom being psycho. Oh, psych. I love it. Okay, so 34-year-old female. Okay. I gave birth on Christmas Day before, um, wow. So I gave birth on Christmas Day. Before my son's birth and to lessen visits, we, my husband, 28, and myself. Oh, she's a cougar. Um, We made a list in October and sent it out to everyone. Some rules include um, that you must be up to date on all vaccines, and if you feel sick, don't visit. Let us know a week beforehand so we can arrange a day and time. No smokers. 
No phone calls or visits between 7.30 and 10 p.m. No phone can... calls? <laughs> to the baby or to I don't you? know. Please you can don't call only... my baby. Yeah. My baby's busy. She can't talk. Um, you can only stay an hour. No picking up the baby without consent. No advice. No perfume or deodorant. Oh. <laughs> Whoa. No is no, and we will not explain why. No pictures are to be taken or posted on social media. If you visit the first time, you will be expected to give mom, me, <laughs> Thank you for a gift card <gasps> and a gift for baby from our approved gift list. <laughs> Before you co- ever come, no matter how many times you come, you will be given a list of either a food um, or grocery item to bring with you and a chore from our <gasps> list of, or and a chore for a a list of your choosing from a list of your choosing. They have a list of chores you can choose from. Yes, okay. and no more than two visits a week. Okay. Okay. First of all, if I am bringing a gift and a chore, I am not coming. Not <laughs> once, and sure as hell not you twice. You don't need to give me a time. Like a, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. It's helping to keep. Um, it's it. She writes. It's, uh, who? What? Okay. Never mind. <laughs> Um, to keep the visits to a minimum, and no one can complain about favoritism because everyone is treated equally. Mm. Um, which brings me into my current situation. My sister-in-law, 20, studies in a different part of the country and is rarely home, um, and she asked to visit last week before she had to go back to school. So we set up a date um, with a link to our gift list <laughs> and, sent, <laughs> and sent her a list of the takeout we'd like, including the chores that she can choose from. So basically, she wants to come and visit, and they've sent her a ch- <laughs> pick your gift. Here's pick a gift off of this list. Pick a chore, and you can bring this takeout and, food. Yeah, be okay. my Uber right. Eats you are driver, such please. assholes already. Yes. Um, she immediately texted back saying she's broke, and could she do an extra chore instead? Aww. Me and my husband talked about it and came to the decision that if we bent the rules for one person, everyone would want the same treatment. We told her no, that we were very clear about our rules, and maybe next time she could visit. She begged, even said she would clean the whole house because it would be June before she would be home again, and we simply texted no. no. She did not reply. She left this morning, and we got multiple texts from my in-laws belittling us for using our child as a cash grab. <laughs> <laughs> At least they didn't say a cash cow. <laughs> my husband simply replied it was our rules and no one deserves special treatment, then told his family they were on a timeout and blocked <gasps> them. Since then, my family and our friends have told us we were wrong because she is a broke college student. Actually, she said a broke collage student, but Mm. who's counting? Mm -hmm. And they would have understood if we looked the other way once. We have tried reaching out to his sister, but she won't reply. Are we the assholes? You are more than the assholes. You are the epitome of assholes. You're the biggest ones I've ever heard. You are a smelly. Bring me something when you come to like. It kind of made it sound like it's because they don't, she said, to, like, lessen the guests. Like, well, I don't understand this. Nobody wants to come. Hey, nobody wants Mm-mm. to come. Mm-mm. People come because they're trying to be nice. Right. I mean, you have probably very immediate people sure, that, that want to come. The baby. But most people aren't like, what can I, how am I going to get there to see that baby? And the first ones are reasonable. The safety, the health. The, right. Like, of course, if you are sick, don't come see yeah, my baby. But you're not, gonna, I'm not going to not wear deodorant. I'm not going <laughs> to, I would even not wear deodorant. Okay, well, I, I would really, not. <laughs> if I really wanted to see the baby, sure, I can do that one. And who's checking? But, who's the yeah, guy at the door that's going to sniff your pit, pit and say, yeah. you know what, she's clear. <laughs> I'm wearing, 
uh, what's the like Lumi? The, the yep, yep. The all natural one is that? Yeah. Is that are approved? They, are they going to dump you in a bucket of acid <laughs> on your way in just to check you? Like power wash you? <sighs> but on. this gift and chores thing—that's ridiculous. And, and not just a gift, a gift, a food item, and a chore from your approved list. Yeah. Wow. And they're probably all something a college student can't afford. Well, right. It's not you're not bringing a binky. <laughs> and you're not bringing a bag of that? talkies. And how dirty is your house? Right. How much cleaning needs to be done? <laughs> yeah, how many chores are there? And I'm sorry, I feel bad for that kid. I do too. That they're not kid. gonna have a support system. That kid hates its parents. It hates everybody already. Ugh. And he's gonna have a weird view of the world. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> he already has to share a birthday with Jesus. <laughs> That's true. That's messes that everybody true. up. That you know, you she, always get ripped think off. Think about the role she's gonna have for the birthday presents. Oh. No combining birthday and Christmas. Yeah. And yep. she will rage. Yes, yeah, she she is crazy if, already if about anybody, it. Anybody wraps that kid's birthday presents with any with a holly berry or that is a, so help me or a snowflake in sight on that wrapping paper we are burning this house she will down. rage no she'll probably have a registry you know what she'll probably do she'll probably expect that all friends and family postpone christmas <laughs> so that they can celebrate her child's they, birth yes that's probably her Ugh. kid before jesus that's it you know uh-huh. what god should take a second <laughs> Fiddle to this. This kid might be the next Jesus. We, we don't, don't know. know. He sounds I mean, like we he don't might know. be that important. All that Ugh. poor college. The fact that she offered to do a second chore. Like or clean the whole of, house. Like she just wanted to meet her. It sounds like it's her direct nephew. Yes, it's her. That's the father's sister. That is. That's so wrong. Like it's her. <clears throat> she's 20. Like my nieces and nephews when I was 20. They were like my entire life. Right. Like all I wanted to do was be around them. Right. Like I'll <clears throat> clean your house just to let me meet your baby. And I, yeah. And they said no. Okay. Let just right now, off the top of your head, <clears throat> if you were to have a baby today, wow. <laughs> um, if you were to have a baby today, my uterus just dried up <laughs> just to prove a point. <laughs> it's pulsing. Have you seen the episode where SpongeBob gets out of water and dries up? Oh yes. That's just I how I pictured oh, my shoot. uterus. Um, if that were the case. <laughs> How many people do you think would be lined up to come and visit the baby? You, Heather, my parents. That's it. Okay. Well, that's three <laughs> children. <laughs> so don't bite the hand that feeds is what I'm saying. Exactly. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's gross. You're yeah. gross. You're gross, lady. Ugh. I know. And I always think that about my funeral, too. Like, really, how many people are going to be at my funeral? Oh, my funeral's going to be a rager. Yours? Yeah. It better be. Mine's going to be like you and five people. <laughs> it's going to be lit. You need lit. to make it like my daughter's 16, where I was like, bring a friend just to make it big. <laughs> like, just be like, bring a friend. Like, we're going to have good food. Like, good I just food. want it full. Yeah. Oh, bring yeah. a friend. Even if you didn't know her, just come. Just pretend you did. Please. And Stand up. Say something nice. Cry. Generic. Wail. Wear Gnash black, your teeth. Wear a veil. Please. Yes, please do that. <sighs> Damn it. Okay. okay, okay. You are... know what? The bad news about this is it's time to go. It is. I, we hate to end in a rush, but we the do. library's closing down. <laughs> and there are people smashing their faces against the door trying to get us out of here. <laughs> so for the sake of, you know, and our safety. Because I'm literally about to be my pants. Um, we got to go. Okay. But we're going to be back next week. Uh-huh. Next week, <laughs> she, like always, could have seen her face <laughs> with the new podcast. I might be lying. I might be lying, but hopefully not. Okay, we'll see you next week. Love, love you. you. Goodbye. Bye. Follow us on Instagram, Facebook, and TikTok at Truth Fairies Pod, and send us an email at truthfairiespod at gmail.com. 
Truth Fairies is hosted and produced by Brooke Flake and Jamie Garn. Original music by Greg Hale. 